Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we talk about what's wrong with e-pharmacies. In 2021, PharmEasy's parent API Holdings filed its DRHP, Draft Red Herring Prospectus, a document in which a company breaks down its business to prospective investors, and it filed this with SEBI. It intended to make its online pharmacy public and raise about 6250 crore rupees but the IPO became a magnet for protests the confederation of all indian traders and south chemist and distributors association made one confident claim that selling medicines online was illegal that meant questioning the legality of operations of not just pharmeasy but all other drug e-tailers And although PharmEasy withdrew its IPO plan last year blaming market conditions, the war against online pharmacies continues. And these wars are new. They've existed ever since online pharmacies took shape in India. In fact, drug associations have also filed pleas in high courts to restrict online pharmacies from continuing business because they weren't operating legally. In 2018, both the Madras and Delhi high courts temporarily ordered online pharmacies to stop selling medicines until specific regulations were drafted to regulate them. And although the Madras high court flipped its decision later on, the latter did not. This begs the question: How can online pharmacies be illegal? To understand this, we'll have to dig into the regulations that govern online pharmacies. Look, there are various acts and rules that pharmacies have to abide by. The major ones are the Drugs and Cosmetics Act of 1940 and the Drugs and Cosmetic Rules of 1945. These regulations only centrally govern drug imports. So if pharmacies had to manufacture, distribute or sell medicines, they had to obtain valid licenses from state drug control authorities. But you see, these regulations are as old as time. The word online didn't exist back then. So if you look at it technically online pharmacies are unregulated that doesn't mean they can operate as per their own whims and fancies they're still a pharmacy so just like their brick and mortar counterparts they need a license to operate but here's the thing e pharmacies don't operate in a single state many of them are spread all across india does that mean that they have to apply for licenses in each and every state that they set foot in That's something even the regulations aren't certain about. Moreover, not all online pharmacies sell medicines directly. Some of them including PharmEasy and 1MG are just aggregators. All they do is take orders, pick these medicines from licensed offline pharmacies and drop them off at your doorstep. A lot like food aggregators such as Swiggy or Zomato. And according to a response filed by these drug aggregators in the Madras High Court, that doesn't require a license because there's no direct selling involved yet there are other problems that come with this defense the sale of prescription drugs see indian drug regulations don't allow for the supply of medicines requiring prescriptions if you aren't a registered pharmacist if you have ever placed an online order for medicines you would have uploaded a doctor's prescription unless you bought over the counter drugs that didn't need one this means that even if some of these online pharmacies just claim to be mediators they are still violating norms as they cannot supply prescription drugs without a license to sell sure they may be registered with the cdsco the central drug regulator but 
it's the states that regulate drug sales and distribution. So in a way, there's rule breaking. And that's the focus of most of the complaints against online pharmacies. If there's so much confusion with pharmacy laws, then why haven't they changed to keep up with the times, you ask? Well, the Federation of Indian Chambers of Commerce and Industry came up with a self-regulation code for e-pharmacies back in 2016. And it did clarify a lot of things like prohibiting medicine sales without valid prescriptions, ensuring dispensation of medicines only through registered pharmacies and how to handle customer grievances. But it still wasn't a law. So in 2018, the government came up with a set of draft regulations to govern e-pharmacies. But they're still moving at a snail's pace. In its response to an RTI request filed by Media Nama last year, the Ministry of Health and Family Welfare stated, quote, In response to the draft rules, a number of comments and suggestions and objections from stakeholders were received from the stakeholders. Finalization proposal is extensively being examined by the central government, and it may not be possible to say any timelines at this stage for finalization of the draft rules, unquote. And as if there aren't enough problems already, delayed laws only add fuel to the fire. Look, e-pharmacies are convenient. And if you wear down with a terrible fever, you would prefer the convenience of an online drugstore. And that's what many of us choose today. But with it come the dangers of drug quality. Some medicines have to be stored at a certain temperature. And in the process of the medicines travelling to your doorstep, the drug could alter quite a bit. Then there's easy access. Anyone, including kids, can use an online pharmacy. And if they order cough syrups or other easily available medicines to misuse them, then it could be a serious drug abuse issue. And the biggest one that beats these issues is how online pharmacies harvest customer data. Your health conditions must be private to you. A data breach in an online pharmacy can compromise the confidentiality of your personal information. Last of all, without specific regulations directed towards e-pharmacies, attracting foreign direct investment could be hard. The bottom line, timely regulations with clarity can solve a lot, if not everything. Without that, online pharmacies could remain a business model that authorities continue to question. Thank you for listening to today's episode. FinShots Daily is available on a bunch of streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Until next time. 